Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. What it do, Duke City. Happy Thursday out there, friends of the show. Welcome to the program. You are listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The program in question, of course, is Two Men On, your favorite program, the sportsiest sports show ever known to be in the history of humankind. And that's what we're doing all day today. We're talking sports. We're doing it with super producer back at the studio, Amory Castillo. Hi, Amory. Don't feel like responding. That's fine. And we're doing it without one Manfred Fitzgerald Slow, who has wrestling business to take care of. And you could check out DCCW at the historic Elway Theater. And if you don't know what DCCW stands for, of course, we all know that is David Carl Carl Weesey. Ah, yeah. Uh, Is that accurate? I'll be at the historic El Rey <laughs> starting at 7 o'clock. I will be there uh, loud and proud and in spandex. Your favorite reliever on this program, my favorite person on the planet, David Weesey Carl of your black and yellow, your New Mexico United, joins us on the program all day today to talk a little sports, talk a little pop culture, and talk a little... Um, AI and chat GPT. We're doing that, too, today. You said it was the sportsiest sports program, and I just don't think that's true, and that's no. why I like it. Well, um, I've also been known to be what some people would call... Um, a liar? A liar. There you go. Yes, a liar. I like that. Yeah, I'm a liar. But, no, I'm pumped. Uh, you, you gave me a little bit of a preview of the chat GPT stuff, and I'm not going to yes. tease it too much, but that's going to be fun. Uh, Amory, but we have plenty of other sports stuff to get to. Amory, in the 5 o'clock hour, right at the stroke of 5... Mm. I found this really cool list, and oh don't boy. you dare look it up, because I'm going to read team names from the NFL regenerated by ChatGPT. Oh, fun. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Of course, we got mandatory NFL headlines coming at you at 4.30. We're going to talk a little uh, sports gambling in the 4 o'clock hour. Oh. We're going to give you some like new uh, – I know you like that, Amory. Yeah, I can David come around more because it seems like I like the program more when he's here. We do oh, a lot well, of we do a lot of like degenerate sports topics when I'm around. I just want to throw sure. that. I out also there. would yeah. like to say when I'm most excited about being here with you guys is there's three really good primetime games this week, mm-hmm. especially Monday Night Football. I'm gonna be at DWC. That game. I was very excited for you to be here today because I just I'm very excited for you. That's a huge game on Monday. I cannot wait. I'm excited for football fan. Anyone who's not at the historic El Rey Theater tonight watching Duke City Championship Wrestling better be right here at Sadie's on mm, 4th Street yes. watching Thursday night football. Very good game. Because I got a special announcement for you. What? If you don't know what's on deck tonight, it's an actually good, good. competitive <laughs> meaningful game on a thursday on thursday no. on prime time i'm googling this look we're gonna double down tonight it's gonna be not so only, good not only do you get the best new mexican food in the universe here at sadie's not only do you get the best margaritas in the universe at sadie's you're gonna get a competitive important 
meaningful Thursday night football Division game here game. at Sadie's? What? I, I got to say, I will say, I've said this time and time again, the best salsa in New Mexico is Sadie's. Oh, you're, I, you're I, so correct. I get it in the jar every time we go to the grocery store. I bring it home with me. I love Sadie's salsa. Well, after this first commercial break, you're going to be shoveling your face in it because yeah. we're going to get a whole plate of it here very shortly. Two Men On wouldn't be here without our friends and partners and sponsors in the community. You know we play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake, that goes down at the 66 Diner. Take a date night. Hey, take have your Christmas party at Friend of the Show, ABQ Axe. Throw some axes. Throw some ninja stars. You know we're here at Sadie's on 4th Street every single Thursday. Monday Night Football, that goes down at Howie's Sports page. A little bit different vibe than here at Sadie's. This, <laughs> this one here, you bring your kids, you bring your family, You'll bring your grandma over here. Everyone will have a good time. It's nice and dark over at Howie's. Howie's, we do things a little differently yeah. on Monday. Yeah. Come rage at the page with the Monday Night Maniacs Howie Sports page every single Monday. All of our merch we get at the Duke's team store in the weekends. That's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. All right, let's talk a little football Yeah. before we start talking football, football. for an hour and a half. See. Si. We got some big news today, DWC, about the black and yellow. It's a big, Tell big the day. friends of the show all about it. Yeah, big, big day. I'm sure a friend of the show, listener, is, is well aware of the, the long process that the club's been going through to try and find a permanent home. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a lot of work, um, and, and we got, made some big progress today. It was a big, big deal. Uh, we were able to get uh, through the EPC, the Environmental Planning Commission, uh, anytime there's a uh, building project uh, in the city, you have to go through the Environmental Pro- uh, Planning Commission and... Uh, Stadium proposal passed by an 8-to-1 vote today. It's a huge deal, uh, massive, and now one step away uh, from from the reality of, of New Mexico United Stadium in New Mexico, and that is city council. That's going to be Monday night. Can we talk about who voted against it? Because I'm going <laughs> to uninvite them from Sadie's on 4th Street. Hey, 8-to-1 eight, eight is a pretty dang good ratio. Um, and I, and I, the, the, the thing that's really great about that is the EPC is in charge of, of making sure that neighborhood voices are heard, among other things, right? right. You know, concerns about light or sound or traffic or, or whatever mm-hmm. that may be. They were so confident that they voted 8-1. to one. That should be a really great indication to, to city councilors. should be a really great indication to the general public that this is a process that's been really thought out well. It's a process that's involved a lot of neighborhood input um, and input from, from stakeholders, and it's, it's one that's going to be good for all of New Mexico. It's not just for New Mexico United. It's for all of us. For the friends of the show who are in support of the black and yellow, in support of the stadium, how can they make their voices heard? Yeah, City Council on Monday. That's the big one. Um, City Council meeting starts at 5 o'clock on Monday. Uh, Those meetings go for a long time, so pack snacks. Um, But I I would be willing to bet that uh, the public forum portion will probably start around 6 o'clock. But come on out, wear black and yellow. That's what I would say. Wear black and yellow. Be prepared to witness a little bit of history, hopefully, when this thing passes, because it'll be a big, big deal. So city council meeting on Monday. How does this, for the layman, what, how does this layout look? How, do, how does it look while you're there in person? Yeah, yeah. So you, you show up. Uh, you sit in a chair that's they're pretty comfortable in there. I've been there a lot. But uh, city council, they've got more things to worry about than just a stadium sure. proposal. So it won't be the only thing on the agenda. I believe it's the second thing on the agenda. Uh, but they'll talk about that. Uh, they will uh, hear from the public. Uh, there's, there's spots for people to talk about uh, their opinions on the matter, both for and against. Uh, the city councilors themselves will ask questions, uh, whether that is of people who work at the city, of people who work at the team, whatever that may be. And then when they're done with all that, they'll vote. They'll vote yay or nay, uh, and if they vote yay, we're we're in a really good place to move forward with this project. And w- once this goes through, come I have all the confidence in the world that they'll make the right decision mm-hmm. for 
the club and for Albuquerque for New Mexico, and surrounding yeah. areas, the whole state. You got that right. What does it look like going forward after Monday? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, we get to get to the fun part is, is the way I describe it, right? So we've talked a lot about, you know, uh, where the stadium will go. And, you know, it's going to be behind these power lines. So you don't have to worry about getting in the way of balloonists. And it's, it's gonna actually going to add more parking spots than take away. There'll be a net positive in parking spots. We talked about all these, all these things. And, um, but now we get to really get into the fun design part, right? What, what is the supporter section going to look like in sure. the new stadium? You know, how, how, is, uh, how are the bathrooms going to be set up? You know, things like that. that you know, these, these minor things, but these are the things that kind of give a stadium character. What are the entrances going to look like? Is there going to be a big jumbotron, you know? And we get to work with fans on that. We get to work with the community on that. We get to work with, you know, neighborhoods on that stuff. What's the thing that's going to make the experience? One, uniquely New Mexican, but two, accessible and fun for everybody, whether you're a soccer fan or not. Big day for the black and yellow today. Let's keep this momentum going, get this stadium approved and break some ground. Let's get a home for your black and yellow. Let's do it. That would be massive. You know the boys are in support of that. Moving from Albuquerque, let's go straight to Las Vegas, not New Mexico, Nevada. The second best. As the owners in the MLB approve the move for the ex-Oakland Athletics to move to Las Vegas. It's a big day for Vegas. A's are moving. You got the Las Vegas Grand Prix starting today. And ESPN Sportsbook is launching. There's a lot going on. Let's hit the A's first, David. You got some thoughts on this move? Yeah, I, I'm disappointed, really disappointed. I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, you know, this is something that seemed like it had been in the offing for, what, years now. Um, but, you know, I, I've got friends who are, who are Oakland Athletics fans, and uh, it's devastating. They lost three teams in the last four years. Sure. Um, you know, and I, I've, no team, no community should ever lose a team. Is, is the way I see it. I'm all for expansion if you want to expand, but I feel for the people of Oakland today. Um, again, disappointed that the owners unanimously voted right. uh, to make this a reality. Uh, but again, I can't say I'm all that surprised. I mean, it's obvious that this is all about money. This is not about baseball. Yep, this is right. not about the fans. This is not about legacy. This goes just beyond, you know, speaking of city council, the city council voting for a stadium in Oakland. Right. Because, I mean, that would have been... When did they start this process? A decade ago? Yep. I mean, I don't want to point all the fingers at the front office and the ownership of the A's. No. Listen, Oakland, mayor, city council, citizens, uh, fans of the Oakland Athletics, you could have started this process a decade ago. Yeah. I feel for you, just like you said, DWC, I feel for you guys that you are losing your team, a legendary team. Of course. Oh, my God. I mean, the the sixties and seventies. Dennis Eckersley, of course, of course, all the way the, to Mark McGuire and yes. Jeremy Giambi and steroids. But yeah, you know, but you know, Moneyball. Yes, like there's 100%. just great stories in this franchise, and the people of Oakland are losing out on this. I mean, if, if in the future you tell me the green and yellow can come back, Las Vegas is going to completely rebrand. This franchise is up for grabs. I'm into that. Hundred percent. But this isn't all on a greedy owner who wants to move to Vegas and make more money and attach himself to all of, you know, the high-stakes gambling yeah. in Vegas, all that tourism money. Um, I mean, he sees how much money the, the Raiders are making in Vegas. And the Golden Knights. They, and, they, yeah. might have, they might have given away their home field advantage being in Vegas, but they're making money hand over fist. Well, and, and the other thing about it is this deal isn't – done yet there's still a lot of things that need to be done as you know we talked a little bit about you know our our effort to get a stadium here for new mexico united 
there's a heck of a lot that still needs to be done in Las Vegas. There's still no proper renderings. Mm -hmm. There's no CBA. There's no environmental impact study. There's no timeline. The city schools in Las Vegas are currently suing to keep this from happening. Right. Uh, and by the way, the Oakland Coliseum lease is up after 2024. So from 25 to 27, the A's don't have a home. Right. There's no permanent home. I don't know what the plan is for that. I'm sure there's something, but it's a little nerve-wracking if you're a franchise. From what I understand, and nothing is set in stone, obviously, because today is like they just pushed the first domino right. officially. But I think they're going to play in Reno's minor league stadium Where the Aces for used to play. at least a season. There, you want to talk least. about terrible attendance? Yes. I mean, come on. That is, that's showing that there's, there's no respect for that community and the community that supported them for decades. It's, it's, it's a bad look. It truly is a bad look. Just, I mean, you could have done this so much better. If the ownership group, you could have sold the Oakland Athletics. MLB wants to expand anyways. Of course. I think in the next five years, there's going to be another team in Canada, a team in Mexico, a team somewhere along the Mason-Dixon line, yeah. and then another team in Oakland or somewhere in California. So you could have they had a Vegas have, expansion team. You could have, yes. The Vegas team could have been expansion. You could have started from scratch, and you could have not disrupted this franchise, this legacy, like there's so many great storylines in the history of the Oakland Athletics, and just for a chance to be in Vegas, you're just going to punt all this history and piss off all these people Money's and a start from thing. scratch with, hear me out, from what I've seen so far, an awful plan. Yes, yes. Money's a powerful thing, man. I, and that, That's the thing. You know, I imagine most people get into baseball because they love baseball. I like sure. to believe that. I don't know if it's actually true, but I yeah. like to believe that. Most people get into sports because they love sports. But, I mean, time and time again, you get you see people just chasing dollar signs. Sure. And, again, I get you got to make money. I get it's a for-profit business. That's why you're around to make money. But there has to be some part of A's ownership that has some sort of semblance of respect for the game and history and the heritage of the city that they've called home for decades. just doesn't seem to be powerful enough to to fight off that greed i guess uh one vegas storyline to another vegas storyline we're talking espn sportsbook when we get back no matter how you're listening thank you for listening friend of the show whether you're joining us on facebook.com slash two men on or the youtube live stream or you're listening to us in the future on spotify stitcher soundcloud however you get your podcast thanks for being a friend of the show more sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. Spilled your drink? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So you can get back to your night. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Oh, I love this restaurant. Glad we got a table quickly. What, what does that sign say? Caution, wet floor? No, right next to it. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Huh, I didn't know that. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Don't show up to work without a tape. Everyone will know. And they'll talk about you in the lunchroom over a ham sandwich. 
It's the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Fredless Thursday as he's setting up the El Rey Theater for Duke City Championship Wrestling tonight. It's going to be an absolute banger. They crown their first champion this evening in eight more matches. Don't forget, if you do buy tickets, you are directly supporting co-hosts of this program, Fred Slow. There's no, uh, we're not going to cover the curtain on this when we're spreading the curtain wide open. Fred Slow owns that mother. So get down there, have a lot of fun. And if you don't go down to the El Rey Theater tonight, you better be right here at Sadie's on 4th Street. Like a dozen TVs all going to be on. Bengals versus Ravens. Thursday night football action right here at Sadie's on 4th. No Fred. Well, well, well. Lucky for me and lucky for you, friend of the show, DWC in the house, David Weesey Carl. You just got you little oat soda, baby. You're feeling the Sadie's vibe already, aren't you? Those techies with lime is the way to go. Come on. Can't beat it. No. I got myself a little blood orange marg right here, baby. I'm waiting on the chips and salsa. That's that's the winner. That's the winner. Hey, Marie, what are you drinking? Water. Oh, that's right. You're stuck at the studio. You can't hang out with us at Sadie's. Wah, no. wah, wah. And I'm trying to get fully healthy, okay, so I'm not terrible. Even though I'm terrible on Fridays. I'm oh, trying to be smart. Yeah. healthy for tomorrow. Beer helps. No, 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 no. Vitamins and water. <laughs> I mean, Maybe uh, some of that salsa, though, for your sinuses. Your hey, smash them together. Vitamin water. That's a great idea. Mm. I'm writing this down. Nobody's done that. Ever. Invent vitamin water. You should do that. Okay. Also, you know, work, if I got like a really popular rapper spokesperson. Yeah, that'd be yes. Smart. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I'm so smart. ESPN launches their sports book. Um, this is going to be crazy. I got some serious issues with this move and this being allowed to happen in the friggin' first place. Yeah. I, I, I would just like to say for the record, city of Las Vegas, Nevada, I don't hate you. I just sure. hate both of the things that are happening with regard to you that we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah, well, all, all three, because one of them's going to be the biggest bleep show of all of them. We haven't even got to that yet. So I have a real problem with ESPN. The, the, they just started putting the lines on the ticker mm-hmm. just a couple years ago. Yeah. Only a couple years have they embraced betting in sports. They wouldn't even talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just a, such a short turnaround to them being directly involved with gambling. Yep, it's 100% right. So as somebody who I, I used to work in TV, you know, I used to, I used to be a reporter, and, and there is some sort of demarcation between news and sales. That sure. was always really, Has really important. Be. You know, because you, you, you don't want the people who are selling ads to influence the, uh, the news stories. You don't want them to be right. able to say, well, no, you can't report on this because it makes a partner look bad or whatever that may be. This does not appear to be the case at ESPN. No ombudsman present because no. if, if you really think about this, think about this as a, it's a business model is what this mm-hmm. is for ESPN. It's a way for them to make tons of money, obviously, like any sports book probably does. Uh, and who has the ability to influence how people bet more than the worldwide leader? 
I mean, if you are there and you are setting the lines as ESPN Sportsbook, and then you can have somebody go on, you get your uh, John Butchergrass to go on and talk about the NHL and say, sure. oh, yeah, the Wild are definitely going to win this by three goals. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've set the line at two and a half, and you're trying to get people to bet over because you think it's under. Yeah. It feels real fishy. It is super sketchy. Not only what you just said, but let's take it to the next level. They're directly getting money from the league. Yeah. They have millions, if not billions of dollars on the line with the NFL, with the MLB, uh, with the NBA, yeah. with the NHL. I'm not sure if they have soccer gambling. They I've do. I've never done they it. Do. I'm I, not allowed to, but I, they I, have I, it. I, I'm sure you I've can. done it. Okay, of course Amory has. I, I wasn't have done ask I have, if you have. I have researched everything I can bet on. You can do cricket for crying out loud. Yeah. I have bet on cricket and I don't know anything about cricket. But it seems like ESPN is they got Broke. their hands in both bags. They're getting money from the league and they're getting money from Vegas and they get to be the middleman just twisting whatever information that they want to provide yep. to millions of people, whether they gamble or not. Think about it. If, if you want to take it out of the sports metaphor, put it into politics, right? Regardless of your political persuasion, you love Fox News or MSNBC or CNN or whatever it is. You love one of those things, right? Let's just say, since they're the purveyor of the information, they also have the ability to decide who got elected. You know, I mean, th this is this is the metaphor here. You you have, right. you control both the information and you control the method by which people use that information. So if if, if CNN gave out the information, oh, and by the way, they were also counting the votes. Mm -hmm. Doesn't that feel like a problem? Right. It's the same thing here. It's the same thing, and it's it's sketch. It's yeah. real sketch. Good example on if politics is rigged or not. <laughs> the script should be in any So how now. this is playing out, ESPN has partnered with Penn Entertainment. That's the same dudes who set up the sports book for bar Barstool Sports, yep. who were the first person to do this. Now the ESPN, the ones who wear the crown in this whole market, are going to wet their whistle on it. And, and while I think this, is, this breaks, if not direct rules in between uh, leagues and gambling, this breaks a moral line because they can sway their viewers and yep. listeners one way or another yep. and you're going to get so much more gambling because hey look i'm pro gambling if you want to gamble gamble within your means yeah of course realize it's entertainment have some fun set limits 100%. amory you know more than anyone you got to bet within your means don't lose your house don't bet your kids college scholarship with no, that no, no, being no, said, no 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 don't do that. Or your, or your dog's college scholarship, because Amory doesn't want kids. No. But, oh, yeah, you too, DWC. Yeah, Amory and I, we're the same. Oh, look yeah. at you two. We're both degenerates who like to gamble yeah, and don't so want you kids. So you guys got a lot more money to gamble But I want to be people. a puppy mama. Yeah. At some well, point. I'm a puppy dad. No, you are. Yeah. Your dog bet, is so Bet cute. responsibly. But this is going to be the content on ESPN is going to be so much more gambling focused yeah. now because they got skin in the game. Yep. I know I'm using skin in the game as a double entendre here, but not only are you informing people about the gambling, you're directly making money off of it. Yep. So, of course, you're going to talk about gambling more yep. to influence more people to gamble. Let me ask you a question, though. We're not the only ones thinking this, right, the three of us here right now. Oh, we're God, not there's the, no not, way. So I wonder how much this will impact. So, for example, I bet uh, when, when I'm in a state that allows it, I will bet using 
uh, BetMGM. I'll use FanDuel. I'll use DraftKings. You know, I'll use yeah. several of these. I'm not going to use this ESPN Sportsbook. I'm not going to use it because it makes me uncomfortable. The, the, sure. Their ability to kind of sway things and, and manipulate lines in that Same. regard. I wonder how many people are like that, like us, Amory, in that regard. I wonder how many people will say, yeah, I'm not doing it. I wonder if there's going to be a big influence in that regard and how long that will last. Yeah. Right. Because you know they're going to provide additional advertising for it on their platforms. They're going to probably talk about you. You're watching the, the 10 o'clock Sports Center. It's going to pop on and be like, hey, we've got this parlay on right now. Make sure you hit it. You know, oh, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be all over. And um, if you want to take it next level, Tin foil hat stuff. Yeah. How about that seven second delay? How about mm. that thirty second delay? I love that. I love that. Hate that. Who's the, who's the first people on Monday Night Football on random holidays to get their eyes on a play? Jeez. Who's the first people to see that injury? Well, and you have who's instant first, bets, right? Yeah. It's not like you're just you're just betting lines. It's like. What's the result of the next play? That's how in-depth yes. you can go. Yeah. So, yeah, that does get scary. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. They're, they're the one hosting these games. They're the one filming and broadcasting these games, whether it's on TV or the radio or streaming on the Internet. Yep. The people at ESPN get their eyes on it first, and then they're also setting the bets. So this I make it minus a- 110. I never yeah. I make it minus that. 110 that the next play is going to be a run yes. when I know it's going to be a run. Oh. You, you know how fast... The friggin' internet works. I hate that. You can see a play, change the bet before it ever comes on the television. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah, I will but, not be betting through that that book at all. I'll tell you what, we don't have to worry about it, DWC. That's true. We don't have to worry about it, Amory, because we can't do that here in New Mexico. Let's get that changed. Ellipsis. I mean, yet. we uh, can bet. Lobbyists. We can bet here though, at the sports bet. At the sports book. Can't bet on our phones. You can't, yeah, you can't do the you ESPN can, yeah, betting Yeah, you can just do, like, phone. prize picks. Which yeah. is fun. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I want to do, I like to do a Sunday morning $5 ridiculous parlay mm-hmm. that I know is probably not going to hit because it's, like, something in the game. Not with that attitude. But if I bet 5 bucks and I lose, so what? I lost 5 bucks. But if I bet 5 bucks on every single game and I win, all of a sudden I made a lot of money. Uh-huh. That's fun for me. It's very fun. Yeah. And stick to I the five dollars, y'all. Yeah, yep, I'm, I'm not jumping on to the ESPN app or making. I am not ESPN either. Until I see its validity, because I think there's going to be some scandals right back. I think so too. There is no way you can control this. I bet that Jim Having, Harbaugh is going to miss three games. You know, most people like NBA gets a lot, baseball not so much, mm-hmm. hockey not so much. This is majority football yeah. and a little bit of basketball. 100%. That gets the bulk of all the sports gambling. Particularly domestically here. Now, if you were right. internationally, you got soccer and cricket, which end up you know, being a lot bigger rugby as well. But yeah. here domestically, it's, it's an NFL-based product. Yeah, it's NFL. Yeah. And, you know, ESPN is directly tied to the NFL. Yep, they are. I mean, watch ESPN someday. In the middle of friggin' baseball season, yep. there's going to be more off-season NFL coverage than in-season baseball coverage. College football, too. Same to a lesser extent for NBA, all the other major sports. Yeah. This is a NFL country. This is a NFL show right here you're listening to. Sure. So get used to <laughs> sure. it. That there is going to be some awful things happening right after this thing gets I'm excited launched. to see how this thing fails miserably. I, I am not confident whatsoever. Yeah. When we get back, speaking of NFL... We got A. Marie's mandatory Woo! NFL headlines. That's honestly probably my favorite part of the show. You're, oh, there. thank you, DWC. I can take the I can take the segment off if you guys just want to have a love fest real quick. <laughs> yeah, That's it's cool. just me and A. Marie I talking mean, yeah. about puppies I mean, and obviously. Stuff. Yeah, pup. 
Yeah, talking NFL and puppies and not having children. That's great radio. When we get back, you're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. Two men on, 95.9 FM, <clears throat> AM 610. Now, nah, mandatory get NFL the, headlines. I didn't even get the welcome back out of the way. We don't rude. have time. You just interrupted me like that? My goodness. They're very rude. We don't have time. Ugh. All right. We're starting off with Bill's wide receiver, Stephon Diggs. Okay. As he discusses, if y'all didn't know, on uh, Monday Night Football, not looking good for the Buffalo Bills uh, and his brother, Stephon Diggs' brother, who plays for the Cowboys, cornerback Trevon Diggs, said, tweeted out a tweet that they got to get 14 out of there. Well, Stephon Diggs responded today, says, I'm not responsible for how other people feel. Uh, aren't the Cowboys just one single solitary game better than the Bills? <laughs> what is he talking about? DWC I likes would, that I one. Would pick, I would pick the Bills over the Cowboys heads up right now, regardless of venue. Yeah, neither of those teams is particularly good. And the idea that you're not responsible for what your relatives say, sure, in a normal world, but you're an NFL wide receiver. Uh-huh. Have a conversation with those close to you. Yeah. yeah. Text your bro, shut up, yep. bro. You affect my money when it's you do so that. It's so easy. Stupid. Everybody in the locker room is pissed off at me. They're calling me a narc and a snitch. They're not- telling me to only steers and blanks come from Texas. Get out of here. Not that I would ever want the Cowboys to make it to the Super Bowl. But if somehow they did and they played the Bills, yes, it's terrific headline bulletin board material. Dumb. Absolutely. Uh, for some reason, the NFL think, thinks this is a headline, but the Saints signed three-time Pro Bowler Edge Jason Pierre-Paul to the practice squad. Uh, best nine-finger defensive J-P-P. end in the history of the NFL. Yeah, I was going to say the the full hand-to-player ratio is really down right yeah. now uh, for them. But, uh, man, if they were one of another washed-up end, we'd go right ahead. Congratulations, Saints. Yeah, I mean, he could be a perfect third guy. You bring him in, you give one of your starting defensive ends a break, he uh, gets a nine-fingered sack, I don't know, Harrison Ford tracks him down. I mean, I don't know how this works. I mean, it's a it's a pretty low risk addition. To be fair, it's a practice squad to deal. JPP wasn't probably going to be making that first team, and if he does, and he uses those incentives to make some money, well, then he's earned it, and it's good for the Saints. Also, I'm really excited for JPP because he could buy way more fireworks now <laughs> next Fourth of July. That's a good point. You down with JPP? Yeah, yeah, you know me. Fourth of July in New Orleans is fun. Uh, Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson. Listen, I Jaguars? Oh, okay. You said Jaguar? I was thinking it. Jaguar. Jaguars. 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 Visit your local Jaguar dealer. The uh, Jacksonville Jags. Uh, excuse my voice in general, but uh, head coach Doug Peterson. I'm, I'm, I'm not with this baby. I am not the London Jags. I am not about excuses. He is now saying that. The reason why the Jags don't look that good is because of Trevor Lawrence's health. What What are you thinking, man? What are you thinking? I mean, you don't have another option at quarterback, and so you're just going to call out the guy who you have dubbed your franchise quarterback over the last three seasons, the guy who has led your team, although imperfectly. What is What are you thinking when you are very much in an AFC South playoff race saying that your offense is limited by the guy that you have called your franchise QB? Also, I think if I'm reading between the lines here, and I'm a glass half full, by and the way, you're a here, Jags fan. Fourth Street, 
glass half full of margarita yep. here at Sadie's on 4th Street. Yeah, known Jaguars fan, Van Nunley. <laughs> I think what he's saying is wait till he gets healthy. Once Trevor Lawrence gets healthy, then watch out. You are so That's optimistic. what he's saying. Yeah. That's what he's saying. That's definitely Also, it. they're in first place by a bunch. Yeah. So I, just, I don't I don't Who understand. cares? Yeah. It's it's definitely what he's saying. You are so, ever the optimist. Mm-hmm. Uh, stupid. Stupid from Doug Peterson. And I like Doug Peterson, by the way. He seems okay. Yeah. He's all right. I'm sure you like him, DWC. I couldn't imagine why you enjoy Coach Doug Peterson. Go Birds. Gilberts, that's what I thought. Uh, I have some other uh, quarterback headlines before we end this mandatory headline segment. Uh, this is what okay. I do like, though. I like accountability. I like when, you know, there's no excuses like Doug Peterson. But there's going back to the Bills, quarterback Josh Allen puts the blame on himself, not his offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, who got fired. He blames himself on his turnover-prone ways, and he has to, he has to figure it out. Okay, yeah, he does have to figure it out. Um, I'm not that mad at Josh Allen because he's on uh, one of my money leagues and he's the number one fantasy quarterback. Real life has nothing to do with fantasy. Real life Josh Allen needs to get his bleep together. Fantasy Josh Allen is doing fantastic. Yeah. As far as Ken Dorsey goes, none of this is his fault. It's a top five offense that has way too many turnovers. Who's committing the turnovers? His quarterback, Josh Allen. They didn't have a closed-door meeting with Josh Allen and said, hey, we need to get this together. Hey, you're not Brett Favre without all the ripping off poor people and wiener picks. You are Josh Allen. You need to make better decisions. Also, weird is the day that we have two mandatory headlines on the Buffalo Bills. Oh, goodness. But but here we are. I like it. Um, No, you're 100% right. I think that uh, they're, they're a good offense. They're a good offense that's done good mm-hmm. things, and I do feel for Kenny Dorsey. Uh, some of the play calls he's made, you know, he consistently runs a runs a, a QB draw on third and long. Sure. I get it. I get the frustration on that. But overall, the offense has looked pretty good. you got to turn the ball over less, but that is on Josh Allen. And I think Josh Allen's right in taking the blame for that, and I, I respect it. Uh, he, needs to, he needs to handle the ball better. He needs to control the ball better. He needs to stop throwing picks. It's that simple. Boom. All right, I got two more for you. I I got two more for you, two big ones. Okay, so uh, as we know, there's going to be a Super Bowl rematch. Uh, DWC are going to the game. Uh, Chiefs, Eagles, highly anticipated. They're saying this is going to be the most viewed uh, game of the year. Uh, DWC, I'm just wondering your thoughts with all the Taylor Swift attention. I heard today that the parents are going to meet and hang out during the game. What are your thoughts on the actual game, and are you looking forward to it? Yeah, well, Ben, I what, want your if opinion, you're too. Not at, if, if you're not at Howie's sports page watching Monday Night Football with the Monday Night Maniacs, you should be right where David Weesey Carl is going to watch it. I will be at Arrowhead Stadium with my friend Donna Kelsey. Uh, we will be hanging out, watching the Eagles beat the Chiefs. Uh, Tay Tay's coming to the tailgate, uh-huh. um, and then yeah, I guess there'll be a game going on. I don't, I don't really know. Oh, the there. tailgate! I'm, I'm there for Tay Tay um, or anything. No, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be, it's going to be terrific. Um, you know, I think that those were the two top teams in the league coming into this season, and I don't think much has been done to change that. Um, I don't think there's a dominant team in the AFC right now. Uh, the Chiefs are very good. Uh, you know, you got a, a couple teams that like. Baltimore, who was going to play tonight, who I thought maybe was the second best team in the league in, in the AFC, and they had a terrible loss last week. You know, we're 
gave up 30 points. Um, so, you know, I, I, think it's, I think it's a matchup of the NFC's best team, potentially against the AFC's best team, and, and I'm looking forward to it. And anytime Andy Reid uh, gets the opportunity to face against the Eagles, too, I mean, he knows that team very well, despite the personnel changes. There hasn't been a lot as far as change in scheme since Andy Reid was there, if I'm being honest. So, um, be interested to see. I'm excited to see uh, what's changed since the last time these two faced off. I was, in that, I was in the building for that one, too. I like your positivity. There are way too many... Oh, David, he's always positive. What are you talking about? I'm positive. The except, when it, except when it comes to teams moving to Vegas. Yeah. Well, okay. There's la- been way too oh. many distractions for the Chiefs. Uh, way way too, too many, many distractions. Too many. Yeah. You got Travis Kelsey went all the way to Argentina yes. and back this week. Travis Kelsey is getting if called he would, out he on the internet for a, bunch of, for a bunch of weird sexist stuff he said when he was a 20-year-old Midwesterner Jabroni. football player. From Ohio, yep. like okay, duh. Yeah. I think that's pretty par for the course. Let's not try to out some young idiot for what he said 13 years ago. But all these distractions, plus you finally have to play a good team. Yep. You just got beat by the Broncos, guys, <laughs> and and not in like any sort of convincing fashion that you were the better team and you just no. gave it up. No, yeah. you, you looked like the worst team all day. Whether or not Patrick Mahomes had the flu, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Well, Bad for my fantasy team. Yeah, He's I remember a guy with the number of 23 had a pretty good flu game. Flu game. Where are you at, 15? The, the only Kelsey Swift relationship I care about is Jason Kelsey and DeAndre Swift. Next. You got another one? Lastly, and then we got to go to break, Jets okay. head coach Rob Sala, because, God, this guy drives me crazy. Um, he says Aaron Rodgers will have the final say on potential return in 2023. He will not. Aaron Rodgers will. Uh, yeah, that's what happens when you're Aaron Rodgers. When you're a four-time MVP, when you're one of the greatest quarterbacks you're in the history of the, the game, coach. when you're literally the, you are capital T-H-E, the greatest regular season quarterback in the history of the sport, you get to decide when you come back in the regular season. I don't know if uh, Achilles heal better in pure darkness, or if he pumped it full of ayahuasca, I don't care what happened. Aaron Rodgers, if he comes back, greasy-ass Robert Sala is right. Whoever coded him in Vaseline heard him correctly. Aaron Rodgers can come back whenever he wants. Just got to tell him to leave his bong at home, I think would be the most Do you know that was actually a tequila bottle? Yeah, I know, but it's more fun to say bong. Yeah, no, I just, I didn't know that until Uh, recently. But, but I couldn't disagree with you more, Van. Uh, I don't think Aaron Rodgers should be able to decide when he comes back. I think the Jets have had the opportunity to see what Aaron Rodgers can do, and that is go sit in a dark room and then get injured in the first game. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't want him back. I'm sorry. I know he sells tickets, and the Jets have done just fine without him. Goodbye. Have they? Goodbye. Have they? Goodbye. For, for the Jets, yes, they've done just fine. Zach the MILF Hunter Wilson <laughs> is by far the worst starting quarterback in the league. Mm. Anybody is an upgrade. So why get over big game Coog boy? Why get ayahuasca boy then? If anybody's an upgrade, go get somebody else who's a not 104. Time MVP. He's also fragile. He's also not going to play a full season. Even if he's healthy, he may just decide he doesn't feel like doing it that day. He's a prima donna. Goodbye. He has been showing up. God, DW's still fire. Oh, cool. he wow, been he showed up to showing practice. Showing up to what film. A guy. 
He has been at every game. Yeah. He has been a fantastic teammate. Cool. If he's healthy to go, Can't wait for him to retire. pull the trigger on Same. this guy. Absolutely not. Get rid of him. All right. When we get back, Sadie's own Gilbert Sanchez. We're going to talk some man slam in action going down at the El Rey Theater. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, D sports animal. Going down on Sadie's 4th Street tonight, baby. Thursday night football. Best New Mexican food. I'm not even going to say in the state. I'm going to say on this planet. Yep. Right here at Sadie's on 4th Street. Get your margarita on. Get your Thursday night football on. I'll personally, me and DWC, David Weezy Carl of your New Mexico United, will be at the historic El Rey Theater. Wrestling. Watching some man slam in action. It's Fred Slow's wrestling organization, Duke City Championship Wrestling. Is, uh, they're crowning a new champion tonight. Not only that, but eight man slamming matches. Is it going to be Hobo Hank? If there's not Hobo Hank, I'm rioting. It's the only thing I know. Yeah. It's Hobo Hank. It's the only thing I need to know. Uh, he's the champion of this city, this state, the people's this champion. country. He's the people's champ. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the people's champ, Deion Sanders. His Colorado Buffaloes, as you might know, got robbed at the Rose Bowl. Yep. Stole thousands upon thousands of jewelry. We talked about that last time I was here. From the locker room. We thought it was an inside job. It is. We thought it was an inside job, and it was of sorts. Because recruits, recruits to UCLA, visiting UCLA at the Rose Bowl, broke into their locker room and stole jewelry not only from Colorado State, but after the fact, they found out stuff was stolen from UCLA as well. So this is the first I've heard. I didn't know this story. I knew about things getting stolen in the first place. How did they find out? Did this, this is this a police is, investigation? This is breaking news today. Um, I think they finally came to the conclusion that this is what's going on. They did, all, they did background checks on all their employees, talked to all their employees, no stone was unturned yeah. until they figured out, hey, you know what? We were walking a bunch of teenagers around here, Jeez. mildly unsupervised. Let's check this out. And I guess who was blinging all over the Internet? These, can, teenage, help these teenage recruits who uh, probably not only will not play yeah. at UCLA, anywhere. might not play anywhere. You got, I mean, come on. Was it worth it? I mean, geez, I didn't. Imagine you're a recruit. Imagine you're going there. You're trying to obviously learn about the potential uh, institution of higher learning that you may be attending, but you're also yeah. trying to impress. You know, you're also trying to yeah. m- make sure that coach knows, hey, I'm going to be good. I'm, I'm a man of character and integrity. By the way, I'm going to steal this bling. Yeah. Jeez. And you, couldn't, you just couldn't help throwing that out on the Internet? If you're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, well, you're not. And our apologies, and thanks for joining us here on the Terrestrial Program. I'm on, on Facebook Live. On FM and AM 610, Sports Animal. Have a little tech diffs over here at Sadie's, so our apologies. But, hey, guess what? You can listen to us right now. That's right. Right here, That's right. right now That's on right. 95.9 FM, AM 610, Sports Animal, or maybe in the future on one of your favorite apps. That's really cool. I got a fun one coming up next. Yeah. The interwebs renamed the NFL, and I'm going to tell you all about it when we get back. Live from Sadie's on 4th Street, you're listening to 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. I studied the master the way y'all was. 
Test it out, play it out, girl, roll, oh no, I think it's time to rock it out. I know you're looking around. 